Hello and welcome to the People Chronicles Storied Women. My name is Anna Rosen Milch and I am your host. I am also the author of Lunch with Lucille. Lunch with Lucille is a story of how one woman's life's journey impacted another woman. And today on Storied Women, we have brought Kate Ketter so that she can share with us her story so that we can learn from her as well. Welcome, Kate. Thank you. All right, so the question is, what is it that you want the listeners and the viewers to take away from our little chat today? I want people to know that their paths do not, their past does not define them. They can live through truly traumatic, terrible experiences and go on to be successful people who help people and inspire others and empower others. Oh, that's very powerful. That truly is. Thank you. Can you take me to back to an experience perhaps in your life that you could share with the viewers? And my personal experience is really the starting point for feeling that way. So I graduated from Alvernia in 2005. I became pregnant soon after I graduated. I went back to work really after two months after Aiden was born and got a call one day from my then husband who told me that there was something wrong. There was something wrong with the baby. I needed to come home right away. So how old is Aiden at, Aiden at, at that time? Um, at that time, he was about three months old. About three months old, okay. Yeah. And today he's 10 years old. Okay. And so we went home. Um, the long story short is that Aiden was shaken by my husband on several occasions. He had about 10 broken ribs, um, two retinal hemorrhages, full bleeding in his brain. And so we went to Hershey, who did an excellent job with him. And it was really through the work at Hershey that I was able to heal and to see that that experience did not define me. Uh, you know, Aiden was quite injured, and I had him at the doctor several times when he was young, um, actually about 12 times. And they always said, it's reflux, it's normal, but it really wasn't normal. And they just were not able to catch that he had been shaken. I worked mainly on the weekends at a local hospital, and so he had full access to babysit him. And so it happened on one of the times that he had been babysitting him. Um, we were at Hershey in the pediatric intensive care unit for about 12 days, and then after that were sent home. So I had to start all over. I had a new baby who was now injured and needed a lot of care and a lot of appointments. I had a husband that I then had to divorce. I had a house that I had to then move out of. So I was really helpless and felt overwhelmed, and I was starting off at square one. And, you know, I said, this isn't it for me. This, is, this was made for a reason. And I, I'm not so much a spiritual person, but I have a faith, and I believe that God put me through that so that I could do something different with my life. And I could make not only Eden's life better, but I could make other people's lives better. So that was really the starting place for wanting to empower women and wanting to help women grow and wanting to be successful with all people of all ages. And, you know, in my career now, I work mainly with seniors, but my goal is to help people unlock their true potential, know that you can go through these traumatic, terrible experiences, and they won't define who you are. It doesn't set the course for your life. You are the sailor of your ship and the person that sets that course. That's that's a really powerful story. I'm just, uh, my heart just is kind of, as you're speaking, my heart is skipping a beat to hear mm -hmm. it, you know. Um, so tell me, though, how do you get through this healing process? I mean, because I don't, I, I'm guessing anyway, that it just like, uh, just doesn't happen overnight. Yeah, it doesn't happen. It takes, you know, yeah. years for, for healing to happen. And a lot of people initially said, well, aren't you so angry that he did that? 
Well, of course I was angry, but I feel truly that if you let anger take hold of you, you will always be where you are. So it will stymie your progress and not allow you to move forward. And I thought, okay, this happened for a reason. I'm meant to do something more. And, you know, when I was there at, at Hershey, there were excellent social workers, and they really helped guide me through that. And I thought, okay, I'm going to do something now. So I started, and I was very lucky. I had someone take a chance on me in social services. Um, her name is Theta Franz, and she had been a supervisor at Signature Family Services. And I worked with her agency for a while, and I used the skills that I built there, which is something I always talk about. Now, use the skills at each position that you're in to grow yourself and yeah. find someone that you really want their job and, and have them mentor you or have them teach you. So I used that experience as a starting off point, and I was able to go from each job and learn a little bit more at each job and about how I wanted to shape the world into my current position where I'm a regional director of marketing development for a senior care company. But if I had that, let that initial incident kind of keep me where I was, I wouldn't have been able to grow. And that's really what I try and take away for people is you can start at the very bottom. You can make $8 an hour as a nursing assistant, and that doesn't limit who you are as a person, and that won't limit the potential that you have you know, for your family. Because there are a lot of females like me that are young, single mothers trying to figure out how to fit it all in and how to be successful. And so when I go out and I talk to them, I say, that doesn't limit you and that doesn't define your life. And if you do these things, you can really be successful. You can go from you know, being the person that cleans someone's floors to being the CEO of a company. And I truly believe that. Yes, I, I believe that as well, you know. And I see that in your life, you've almost, you've taken that fear and that anger and you just morphed it into compassion and success. Mm -hmm. it's, it's truly is admirable, you know. It's almost as... Um, Someone once told me about peacocks, you know, I don't know if you know this. Peacocks and penguins. And peacocks, yeah, but peacocks, uh, they eat poisonous plants, they eat uh, cobras and poisonous snakes, and yet they bloom, so, you know, their, their tail feathers are just so beautiful. They, they take all the poison in and they, they filter out the toxins to be beautiful, you know, mm -hmm. similar to what you have done with your life, you know, it's really admirable what you have done. Yeah, and there, you know, there's just so much that we can do, and you know, you and I have talked before, and what I do a lot is I try and teach people who are my age the things that they can go out and they can do in the world. So for females, I teach interviewing and resume building, because a lot of people don't come of that naturally, and they're not prepared, and then they get passed over for the job or the promotion because they weren't prepared. So you know, I look to help females who are my age in the profession starting out, helping them to grow their skills. I also look to try and join people my age, you know, in their 20s and 30s with baby boomers and Generation X so that we can work as a community to come together. You know, the things that we've talked about um, that are within me, very innovative skills and um, some good business sense. And, you know, I never was naive or scared. People will sometimes say, did you really believe that things would happen? And, and you know, I was never kept at the, that point in my life um, where I was stymied in my growth. So, you know, if millennials can use their skills and baby boomers can use their skills, we can really help a lot of people. And, and that's my goal working in seniors is to try and have millennials understand the importance of thinking about dementia and thinking about um, long-term care issues. And, you know, it doesn't have to be seniors. If young people can start to have an investment and really care about the community and being a good community partner and, you know, getting out there and putting themselves on the line, there's really true growth that can come out of those experiences for them. 
Um, you know, and when people come to me, I mean, there's terrible situations, children that have been abused, you know, women that have been battered, men that have been battered, and they don't know how to move on or how to process. And of course, you know, the first thing is to get a good therapist if you can. That's always very helpful. But beyond that is having a, a horizon for yourself, knowing that there's hope for you, there's um, success for you, that those things won't define who you are. They don't chart your course. It's really you're the person charting your course. And so if you have that belief in yourself and, and you reach out to people that you can be mentored by and you can receive training, really the potential for anyone's career, whether they're a young female or not, is limitless. You say it so well. Yeah. <laughs> so you, go, you travel around um, in speaking to groups. I mean, especially getting the, the millenniums to really understand their, their point in, uh, or their position in this world. I do. I speak to the community health workers class at Penn State Health St. Joseph. So that is comprised of a lot of young people coming to the United States from other countries that perhaps were a physician in their other country, and here they can't find employment. So we teach them how to, um, in, how to interview, what things to say during an interview, how to prepare yourself. You know, a lot of people don't even think about researching a company, how to write a resume, um, you know, how to work as a team. Millennials are often very concerned with themselves and aren't concerned with the community or aren't concerned with collaborating with people. So really work to collaborate with people. Um, you know, and you know, one new thing that I've been doing is a new group called Seniors at Sunrise where we try and combine millennials with the other generations to advocate for seniors. So we have an educational component where we'll have a discussion about something, um, and then we have a giving component where we try and give back. So that group is really important to me where we are able to network with people from all ages and all backgrounds. They don't necessarily need to work with seniors. And then we have an educational component and the giving component. And I'm really excited for 2016 to see how that group can grow and how I can help to give back to the community through that group. Well, your life's journey has definitely taken you, uh, even though it uh, um, may have had a rocky start, you really have been a great contributor. And I really appreciate you coming and, and speaking to us about that, you know, and also being the role model for the millennium generation out there. You do a great job, and thank I really you. appreciate it, Kate. Thank you. And thank you for listening to The People Chronicles. If you'd like to hear more stories, please visit us on our website. Thank you. Want to know more about who's doing what in Berks County? Check out the stories on thepeoplechronicles.com.